Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. Today, I'm going to have my boy, John from Barry Law. All right. This guy is going to tell you what it's about working with Barry Law and some of these really cool stories. We had some great conversation. But before we get to that, we're going to go and hit our sponsors up. You guys know Core Medical Group? Listen, Core Medical Group is a TRT program, right? It's a testosterone replacement program that will be delivered directly to your house. Okay. It is a telemedicine company. And as well as they also have boner pills. Yes, those pills that help erectile dysfunction. Look, if you po- if you struggle from post-traumatic stress, uh, there's a chance you also have an issue there. Not all the time, but sometimes. If you have post-traumatic stress and TBI, you probably have low T and low T potentially gives you erectile dysfunction. It's a crazy weird mess, but I'm telling you, they can help you with that. I just want you guys to know it's important. It's important to uh, feel good mentally, emotionally, physically. All that jazz. You guys hit up Core Medical Group. I believe in those guys. I believe in them, what they've done for me. It's incredible. Uh, I feel better. You know, if I could just put down a damn taco, we'd be in a lot better shape right now, wouldn't we? Either way, you guys go check out Core Medical Group. If you guys have any questions, hit me up personally, and I'll give you my guy. Beyond Clothing is an outdoor expeditionary, outdoor expeditionary layered systems. Okay? There's no other way to explain that. Beyond Clothing is high-quality outdoor gear. It is a company that is up all about going beyond, pushing yourself further. All right? I promise you they have the best gear on the freaking planet. Go check them out, beyondclothing.com. Willie Peach Chocolates. Willie Peach Chocolates will make, they make um, homemade chocolates and peppers from the house, different Scoville units. They're scrum dillyumptious. Listen, you're an adult at an adult party. Why don't you make some freaking s'mores with some spicy chocolate? Yeah, bet you didn't think of that shit. Trust me, Willie Peach Chocolate did. Go check them out. You'll love them. GMR Gold. GMR Gold is a subscription-based precious metal company. I love them. I'm not going to lie to you. I have them in the office here. Um, I talked to my buddy the, the other day. He's, he's just started the program. He loves it. Maybe I should get him on the podcast. He could talk about it. Either way, GMR Gold, subscription-based bullion box. Get yourself a, a setup. You guys and all these sponsors, you can hit a Rocco promo code in all of them and get yourself some kind of discount and some kind of deal. All right. Um, Perseverance Survival is the home of the original Whoopi hoodie, the home of the badass silkies, some Ranger panties with different designs on them. Speaking of that, I think I need to get some of my own. I would love that. I need some. Go check out Perseverance Survival. Last but not least... And this is a very important one. You guys, Modern Gun School, G, excuse me, mgs.edu, okay, www.mgs.edu. You yourself can go from home and learn how to be an armor. This is a distance learning education program, yet you can use your GI Bill or your vocational rehab. Do it from your home. They'll teach you how to be an armor from the comfort of your house. What? 
crazy. I love it. You guys, don't forget, we got Hero Sports, my nonprofit. We're going to be doing some stuff with Veteran here soon. Hey, you guys are listening right now. Go to Veteran.com. Go put your email in there. You're going to be one of the first ones to know what's going down. July 15th, it all starts. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. You want to be a part of this because the money that we raise through these sales will go directly to veteran nonprofits on this first run. If this is successful, I'm going to continue to do this for other nonprofits. And and listen, let's make this successful so that we can continue to help the communities that need the help the most. All right, I love you guys. Here's the podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. I'm here with my boy, John, from Barry Law. You guys have heard me talk about it on my sponsorships. Uh, it's, a, it's a law firm that helps veterans get their disability ratings for what they deserve. Hey, John, nice to, nice to see you again or hear you again. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for having me on the show. Greatly appreciate it. No, for sure. And, you know, it was awesome being up there in Lincoln, Nebraska with you guys and doing the speaking engagement and getting to get down to the nitty gritty with Barry Law. And um, really, I wanted to have you on here to kind of better explain what you guys do, why you guys do it, and really the heart and soul of the company, because I think that's important for veterans to understand and actually trust you guys with their claim. We, you and I know it's a hard, monotonous task getting your, the disability claim in, it just turned in, but two, getting what you believe you deserve. And so, Having a law firm like yours to me is important in, in, in building that rapport with the veterans who listen to my show, I think is even more important. So, John, please, um, I guess I would love to hear kind of where it started and how, how it kind of came to fruition. Sure. I mean, there's a couple different stories, right? It started with my father in Vietnam. Um, he did three tours in Vietnam. He was an infantry officer turned JAG, and he defended the uh, Fifth Special Forces of murder charges in Vietnam. Uh, uh, Commander uh, Rowe was there. Bob Rowe uh, and his team were uh, were locked up because they had killed a double agent and reported it. And of course, the CIA said, "You did what?" Even though the CIA told them to do it. Long story short, he subpoenaed the sitting president, Richard Nixon, and the case was dismissed. Uh, and they caught the CIA lying on the stand. It was, you know, it was one of those things where, as a, a lawyer, and we still we do criminal defense work as well, you hold the government accountable. And so. He came back uh, to, you know, after his, his time in service, came back from Vietnam and started working as a lawyer. And, and, and he was a big time, you know, criminal defense, whether it was, uh, you know, anything from DUI to murder. And what he noticed was a lot of uh, the people who were getting in trouble were calling them were veterans. And they had, you know, they had issues, which are now called PTSD. But back then, that wasn't a diagnosis. People didn't know. Uh, he just knew that, uh, you know, his brothers in arms were, uh, were in trouble. And, and they needed help, and that there was something causing it, uh, that these were good men, uh, you know, men who, who served honorably. And, uh, and how is it that they came back to this? And, of course, we treated our Vietnam veterans like shit anyway. Yeah. Uh, and that, I'm sure that didn't help. But, but you know, so, so then he started doing a lot of work pro bono and said, well, why isn't the VA stepping up to help these people? Why are they being denied compensation? So he started a pretty big pro bono program, and then the law changed that allowed uh, attorneys to get paid a percentage of the back pay. And so we've kept our trial practice, but we've also been able to build this into something where we can help vet, veterans. And we've, we've got hundreds of thousands of dollars, I'm sorry, hundreds of millions of dollars in back pay for veterans now. We've been doing this for over 20 years. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a great 
uh, it's been a great and rewarding experience. I mean, you wouldn't believe the heroes we've met, you know, from, you know, those that uh, stormed the beach in Normandy to the frozen chosen in Korea, uh, every battle you've heard about in Vietnam, uh, you know, uh, Gulf, you know, the Gulf War, uh, you know, and then, of course, Iraq and Afghanistan, OIF, OEF. So it's been great because we've got to meet those heroes. Now, my story's a little bit, a little bit different. Um, you know, I was an infantry officer in the Army. Uh, uh, my, first, my first time through Ranger School, I got injured. Uh, got injured. I tried to fake it till I made it. Had this great SF guy in my squad, and he's like, dude, your shoulder's jacked, man. And, uh, and, I, and, then, and then in the mountain phase, I, I just couldn't deal with it. I, I, I failed my patrols, and I finally got back. They took me back, and I, I realized I couldn't even lift up my left arm. Um, long story short, I got, uh, I, I got out and my dad said, okay, uh, you know, you need to go to the VA. You need to get your, uh, end of you know, your medical exam for, uh, when you get discharged. Of course I blew that off and decided to hop flights instead went to Hawaii, you know, it was just, <laughs> and then yeah, long story. And then of course I got reactivated, uh, was a company commander in Iraq. I came back and, uh, you know, I, I, I had, I had problems with my shoulders and oddly enough, the one shoulder that was really screwed up, uh, you know, was even worse than when I was in ranger school. They gave me 0% rating for that and 10% for my left shoulder. My right arm is an inch smaller than my left arm. There's certain uh, movements I can't do with my right side. And yet, you know, they, uh, even though my left side is jacked up, the right side's a lot worse. And, and they gave me a 0% rating. And I went to the VA and they're like, even before that rating, they said, oh no, that's just stress induced. That's just stress. Right. Ooh, crazy. And I went to, yeah. And I went to rehab and I went to all these places, you know, and, and finally, the VA said, oh, yeah, well, we could do surgery, but if we, you know, if there's a problem, we sever a nerve, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be in a wheelchair. So I never got it fixed, but, you know, my own experience, right? And, and my father, uh, uh, you know, Agent Orange uh, and some of yeah. those uh, presumptive disabilities, uh, you know, he is now, uh, he, he actually just got his rating. And, uh, and for those Vietnam veterans, so there's been a long, long fight. So nice. uh, we've, yeah, we've been through the process, but here's, here's really what I love, Rocco. Here, what I really love was when I was a second lieutenant, showed up at my unit, and those NCOs were there at 530 in the morning to do PT. And, you know, they, every day they showed up. It was like being part of a championship team. When I say they showed up, I mean, they showed up for their country, for their team, you know, for themselves, for their families. They always showed up and went 100%. And that's kind of yeah. my vision for the law firm. I want to be a part of that team again. You know, I, whether you, you know, want to be in another, you know, Ranger unit, you think about how everybody is just kicking ass every day and how great that feels, right? And I think that's why PTSD is such an issue for veterans. Once you get away from the team, right? When you're with the team, man, you can do anything. But it's those moments alone where yeah. you, you know, that really suck. But when you're with the guys, when you're with the team, uh, and you guys are kicking ass, man. You're in the zone, but then you get out of the zone, and things slow down, and then and then it all everything that didn't matter starts to matter again, and it and it and it bothers you. But I got to tell you, being around the team is the best medicine, and that that's why I'm doing this. That's why we're growing. Uh, we're growing rapidly. We hire a lot of veterans. Let's face it, veterans are the hardest workers, or the most innovative. And I absolutely love what I do every day uh, with veteran clients and also uh, veterans on our team. Uh, we've got all branches of service. Uh, we even have the crayon eaters, you know, and actually some of them are pretty smart. These Marines, you know, but, and, and let's face it too. I got to learn four different languages, right? I got to learn how to speak air force army, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Marine Corps and then Navy. They talk about the gee dunk and all that, you know, all this weird stuff, but, 
<laughs> but yeah, but I, but I love it because even though we all come from different branches, you know, we're all, we're all on the same team and we all want to help veterans and, uh, and we all want to win just the same way in the military, you know, no, for everybody sure. wants to win every day. No, for sure. I love that. So I got a question. There's, you know, there's a few things that you see on social media about, you know, VA disabilities and whatnot. And just kind of curious if someone has the question, you, we see those three M earplug cases all the time. What is it with those? Are those actually legitimate? Is there some, is, do we have a case if any of us have used those or is this, I know it almost seems hokey and fake. Well, I mean, I think it depends on the law firm. Look, it, it's legitimate. There, is, there are, I mean, I agree. The, the marketing is horrible. It's inauthentic. And it's by people who uh, were not in the military. But, but that being said, uh, yes, it's real. Um, it's, in, it's in an area of law called mass torts. We don't do it. I was contacted by a good friend who does it. And at one point, you know, they were saying, hey, you know, refer us all your veterans. And, and, and I, just, I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. But uh, I will tell, you know, I will tell our clients, you know, hey, go ahead and do it. I mean, it, it is legitimate. There is a settlement. There, there is a lawsuit. Uh, there is an opportunity at compensation. I just am always very skeptical of these class action suits because a lot of times the only people that make real money are the lawyers. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, you, you get a check down the road for, you know, uh, $60, $60. Maybe it wasn't worth your time. But from what I've heard from some of the attorneys involved is they think that the uh, veterans are getting going to get a, a substantial amount of compensation. So my advice is to do it. Um, you know, there's a, there's a firm out of uh, Pittsburgh that I trust, uh, Chafin Luhana. Um, they're both, uh, this uh, Chafin guy is a former, um, is a former, uh, a federal prosecutor. He's a triathlete. He's a good guy. Um, so I would tell you that they're probably reputable. Um, uh, I haven't worked with them, but, uh, but I, the times I've met with him, I really, I really enjoyed the guy. He's, he, he, I believe he's authentic and a good guy. And I think they're out of uh, Pittsburgh um, and maybe a couple other states. Nice. Well, oh, I'll have to look at that. I know I have guys asking me sometimes and I'm like, look, I'm not sure. Uh, the other thing is, you know, the, the, Oh, man, what is it? When we used to burn stuff, what was the burn pits? That's, oh, yeah. just, that's a legitimate one that's probably going to come back to us. I think that's our, our agent orange almost. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, if you have lung conditions, so, you know, you should be applying. For, there's a burn pit registry. You should be applying with the VA for disability compensation for any of those. I mean, it's weird. We had guys who were superstar athletes back when I was a company commander over there who came back who now have exercise-induced asthma. Right? How do you get yeah, that? I'm the same. I'm the same. I also have had heartburn for since. I mean, I can say about probably the past 15 years that we cannot get it figured out. The VA has done every test, and it doesn't matter. I have heartburn that kills me. I I believe it's something to do with that as well. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's the anthrax shots they gave me as well. <laughs> well, no, you know. So here, here's the deal. So anybody, you got to remember, there's also Gulf War syndrome, which is an undosed, undiagnosed illness, right? And there's other things that come can come across like peripheral neuropathy. But what, what you just mentioned was heartburn and GERD, gastro, gastroesophageal reflux disease and other things can sometimes be linked to PTSD. And we've had clients where uh, that specific condition is secondary to PTSD. Um, you got to remember that, you know, when you have psychological issues, they affect the physical, right? And yeah. so what happens is we have people with, hey, alcoholism, second to PTSD, erectile dysfunction, secondary to PTSD, sleep apnea, secondary to PTSD. So, you know, I mean, the key is to, you know, obviously you need medical proof. So you need a doctor to say that it is as likely as not 
that this disability uh, is secondary to PTSD or was caused by military service. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Incredible. I, I, you know, as we're talking right now, I feel like I have to bring you guys all my files and double check yeah. my stuff because I really don't feel like I've, I've been covered. I, here's, here's something crazy personal in my life that most people who listen to my podcast might know, but I have AFib now. Since, for, for, since I was 35, I had AFib, which is atrial fibrillation. My heart will go out of rhythm randomly. And they say they believe it's it because of um, sleep apnea, right? And then at the same time, you know, obviously post-traumatic stress and I also have a minor TBI. This is all, this is all proven. This is all my records. But for some reason, they won't connect AFib to my sleep apnea. And I, I keep trying to tell them, like, look, I need to make sure this is covered because as I get older, the the – my heart goes out of rhythm more often and trying to get that figured out has been a challenge. And so I really think I need to bring you my stuff to help me out. Well, we'd, we'd be happy to look at it. And, you know, for a lot of people, really what they're missing is a, is a medical opinion, right? Is the VA doctors aren't going to say, it, but guess what? Doctors are like lawyers, right? They have different opinions and, and some are better than others. Uh, and, and so you really, and I, and I, I'm not here to talk trash about VA doctors. I have a brother who is an air force doctor. Who's now a VA doctor. Uh, but just understand that, you know, the quality that you're going to get is, you know, you get a bad lawyer, you're more likely to lose your case. You get a good lawyer, you're more likely to win. You get a good doctor. They're more likely to understand the complexity of your medical problems than someone who's just trying to, you know, push people through. And so a lot of times what we do with veterans is we get them independent medical examinations and we'll bring out an expert or a doctor and they'll say, okay, yeah, either it is or is not likely that this disability was caused by military service or secondary to another disability. And this is really common, uh, Rocco. It's like, uh, you know, you get a paratrooper, right? And, and they have a bad right hip that's service-connected and, and a right knee that's service-connected. Well, guess what? Ten years later, they're going to have a bad left hip and a bad left knee because they're going to be compensating. And that's a secondary, that can be sec a secondary service connection uh, for those other uh, injuries because the, the right side was injured. It's no different than any other part of the body, right? Everything affects everything else. I mean, go back to ranger school and think about this, right? They deprived us of food and sleep. Yeah. Uh, how did that affect our decision making? It was horrible, right? <laughs> and then, right, and and then, and then when we and then when we have uh, mental health issues, it affects us physically. I mean, it's all tied in, and and I think great doctors see that and they look at well, how how was this affected? And and sometimes it's not, and maybe you know we're wrong. But I'm not a medical professional. Uh, as far as I know, you're not. No, <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you what. Sometimes some of our clients are. I once had a case where uh, we had a guy who was a. Uh, he was a corpsman, right? And he was able, we actually, the, the, the uh, VA looked at his expert opinion where he said, yes, I know this is based on this, based on my medical training. I know that how this disability uh, is related to this disability. And you know what? It was evidence and the VA ignored it. We took it up to the Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims and they said, yeah, well, he, you know, this guy has medical training. He's competent to uh, render his own opinion. So, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, which is great when your clients can render their own opinions. Uh, <laughs> Makes it a little bit easier for you, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, let me ask you something, and this is off. I, I, I love what you guys do. I'm hoping people listen to this podcast and they jump on board and they call you. Anyone that's even just questioning it, just make that call. There's no reason just to, get, just, just to make the call. You know, and right now, you know, in the news right now is a crazy criminal case that's going to be a criminal case is the Vanessa Guillen um, 
situation in Fort Hood. I mean, I think it's a little crazy, both of, both of us being in the military and, and seeing that there's lost accountability of personnel and then right away throwing out there that she was AWOL. And this is two people now. I think it's incredible. I'm just curious on what your take on the whole thing is and how essentially how sad this is. It's, it's, a, it's a wild time to hear. Yeah, and I, I don't know that I'm, I'm familiar with this case. I mean, when we talk about AWOL cases, we talk about, you know, Bo Bergdahl. Right? And uh, and how that played out, uh, and then you know, and I you know, I, I, there's a case that's near and dear to my heart. Um, a guy that I served with at Fort Hood, actually, uh, by the name of John Hatley, who was uh, uh, Trump recently. Uh, I, I, I can't. I, I think it was a pardon, but basically, uh, uh, or well, basically, uh, Hat, uh, Hatley. He was one of the best NCOs I'd worked with. Uh, he was one of my squad leaders. He was a first sergeant in Iraq, and they. Uh, Ended up uh, charging him with murder for killing four insurgents. Uh, the whole they never found a, the bodies. It was all based on uh, testimony of a, of a dirtbag soldier that was being court-martialed for something else. It was just a yeah. crazy, crazy thing. Uh, and, and 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 so he was. I believe he was granted clemency by uh, President Trump. And he's, but it was it was one of those things where uh, you know you say you you send someone into combat to kill the insurgents. And my understanding is back then it was catch and release. And uh, you know. First Sergeant Hatley is doing the right thing, protecting his people. And then, and then of course, th- this happens. And I think, you know, my dad was a JAG lawyer in Vietnam. And then he wrote a book called Those Gallant Men on Trial about the 5th Special Forces, but other members of our military who were tried for crimes, uh, you know, for killing the enemy, right? It's and pretty so- insane. How that, yeah, that, I think it's always crazy to hear that when, you know, if you're a combat arms guy and you're going overseas, like, you're trained to do that. That's kind of our job, <laughs> Right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and you know, and, and you, you're taking these young men and women and putting them in harm's way and then they're making split second decisions. And then, well, did that violate the Geneva Convention? You know, did we violate the rules of engagement? Look, the fog of war, as you know, is crazy. And, yeah. and, and, and when you deprive people of food and sleep, like we learned, and you, and you send them out and, you know, hey, people are sometimes going to make mistakes of skill, not necessarily mistakes of will, but somehow it all gets blurred in the media and, and, and we treat them as criminals, right? And that's that's wrong. I mean, uh, and it's unfortunate what happened. And like I said, I'm very happy about the clemency that uh, uh, First Sergeant Hatley received, but it was, you know, it's one of those things where uh, it's, it's so unfortunate that, uh, that, that, you know, we send people out there, then we really don't have their backs. I mean, I think of, you know, when yeah. I was in Bosnia in 99, before I went to Iraq, we were on a peacekeeping mission. I mean, that was even more stressful because we were in Bosnia right when, uh, right when the uh, Kosovo bombing started. And we're told, you know, don't, don't pull the trigger or it'll be an international event, you know. And, and here we are, you know, in these stressful situations where there's gunfire and everything going around. And we're like, well, what do we do? Oh, we have to leave now? You know, it was just crazy. Oh, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, I, it's, it's horrible. But tell me about the facts of this case, and I'll give you my opinion. It's, yeah, no, it's pretty wild. So it's it, right now, it's kind of national news. It's, it's it's just started getting pretty crazy. There was a soldier who now reports say that she was telling her mother that she would feel like she was being harassed and she was being followed, um, and then mysteriously disappeared about three months ago. Um, and so, in the search of this woman, I mean, the the base they said they did an investigation and they've kind of identified that she was AWOL, right? They just said she's AWOL, and. Come to find out later, the family starts bringing it up and saying, no, 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 there's something wrong. She was harassed. We think there's something, there's some foul play, foul play, foul play. All of a sudden, now they just reopen it. They start investigating, and then boom, they find remains. Well, once they find the remains, they actually do the DNA testing and identify that it's another soldier that, went, that was supposed AWOL a year ago 
buried uh, and to and come to find out that that gentleman was told that he was able as well. And he wasn't. He somehow was murdered. So then continue on the investigation. They find another set of remains. They're still trying to identify whether it's even human remains. And then throughout this process, I feel like whoever the perpetrators are who are now arrested and one of them who committed suicide once he knew that they were coming to him. Um, they found more information and they ended up finding Vanessa Gian's body uh, buried in a shallow grave. And it's super unfortunate. It was a really weird thing. You know, as I know, if we miss a pair of nods, I mean, we go on total lockdown and we got to get 100% accountability. And then here comes a situation where the soldier is suspected of being AWOL. But for some reason, the chain of command, I'm curious to know what happened for them to identify AWOL and not continue on a search or to see if there was some foul play being involved. Now, I mean, Fort Hood is under fire because now they found multiple different bodies. Um, and who knows how many of these cases, whether it's a serial killer connected or there's two different cases we have here. It's just a it's crazy time right now. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember that coming back from the field as a lieutenant and our company commander's nods were missing, right? And we were, and we had just come back from like 30 days in the field. Hey, we were locked down for 24 hours, right? Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it was, it was crazy, right? Yeah. For, for, for night vision device that is lost on the base and we're locked down. And now we have people missing. We have, you know, uh, our most important asset, our most valuable asset. And, 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 you know, what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, that is, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it's crazy. that's problematic. And, I'm and, curious and, to see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And I, I you know, I, I don't keep up with these things because I'm on a low information diet. I don't watch the news. I mean, <laughs> that's actually healthier than what I'm doing. Trust me. <laughs> Cause well, you know, it's, it's just madness right now. I mean, you can't find a positive conversation, a positive post or anything these days, because when it comes from COVID-19, you got, you got these riots, you got the, you know, all these things that are happening. It, it is healthier to just say completely disengaged from it all. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I even remember in the 90s, you know, being deployed and uh, the only thing on the TV was AFN and CNN. Right. And we called CNN back then the Communist News Network. I think now everybody refers to it as constantly negative news, but it doesn't matter which channel you're on. Right. Only the negative stuff sells. And uh, we, you know, we try to keep our clients off of, you know, they'll say, you know, well, you know, did you see this on the news? We're like, no, man, I, I don't waste my time on that because I can't, I can't affect that. I only worry about the things that I can affect. And I mean, we have great, and, and, and for us, we love to get the great news out. I mean, I'll just tell you, like when we get up like a five-star review on Google, hey, we email everybody. If something great happens, we let the team know immediately. Um, you know, we had a, a client recently get a, a back pay award of over $400,000, right? That's, wow, that's, great. that's beautiful. That, and it's great because the guy was fighting the battle for a long time. And, and oh my goodness. Said, you know what, guys? I'm ready to give up. And we said, no, no, no. Let us fight this battle with you. That's right? life-changing. Yeah, it's that life changing. That is life-changing yeah. money. And you'll never hear about that on the news. Here in Omaha, we had a veteran, a Vietnam veteran that was living under the bridge. The VA had lost his claim decades ago. Oh got him a God. huge back pay award. Now he has a house. He's married. He's got kids. Right? But nobody wants to hear about the positive story. Uh, you know, that doesn't sell, right? It, what sells is all the negative fear mongering, right? Exactly. So we, yeah. In our organization, we try to push the positive news as much as possible. You've got to share the wins uh, because, yeah, the world is just too negative out there. But, you know, you got to let your team members know that they're, they're appreciated. And most of them are too uh, they're too shy, right? They don't want to brag, but we have, we want to brag for them because we want them to be happy. And if I've got a young kid, you know, that's working for us and just knocking out the park, I'll write the parents a letter and say, I'm so proud to have your son or daughter on our team. Let me tell you about what this, what, what your young son or daughter did. 
just the same thing I did as a commander, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> we've got to stay positive for our team. Um, and, you know, I hopefully, you know, in the veterans community, I know that, you know, a lot of veterans love to watch the news and see what's going on. But unfortunately, it, it, it probably is one of the worst things we can be doing right now. Yeah, I agree. It's just toxic. And you're right. I, I, I say the same thing all the time is you never hear about the positive veterans out there doing some big influence. You only hear about the negative aspects of a veteran. That's why I started the company Veteran, right? It's just trying to push that the better movement for better me, better community. And I agree. It's just right now, it's just, it, I sit there and watch it because I, I was so torn by this this whole thing, but it's so hard to watch TV, news, and social media these days without getting pulled down and, and, and emotionally brought down. So, you're completely correct. I mean, I think it's incredible to hear life-changing money for someone, right? I think that's, that's such a, like, that's a lottery win, right? And as well as a gentleman who, who was living under a bridge and now is happily married with kids in a house, like, that's incredible. That story right there, like, I would love to connect offline and try and film that story. I want to retell that story because I think the world needs to hear stuff like that. And also to see what you guys are doing. I, you know, things like that, you have changed that gentleman's life forever, and his kids' life forever. And that, there's nothing to me more rewarding than that. Yeah, I mean, you can't, yeah, I mean, you can't have, you know, you get rewards like that by winning, right? And so, you know, winning really is everything because once once this guy got service connected to, I mean, think, then he was also able to get the healthcare he needed, uh, you know, the vocational training, like, you know, you can completely change a life with this. And a lot of times, you know, veterans come to me and they say, hey, look, man, I had a buddy lose a limb. I've had buddies die. I'm not going to apply for VA disability because I don't, you know, I don't feel like I deserve it. And then I tell them, hey, look, even the Air Force guys are getting it, right? And then, and then all of a sudden they want to apply. But but all joking aside, you know, a lot of times I have to say, look, this isn't just about you. It's about your family, right? You need to be able to yeah. take care of your family. And God forbid you die of this disability, right? I mean, we, we, we need to be able to make sure that your family is taken care of. And so, you know what? Apply. And if you get denied, you appeal. That is your right. Uh, you've earned that right. You know, some years ago, someone was trying to get us to go into social security work because it's very similar. And we had helped a lot of veterans uh, get social security disability. And quite frankly, if you get a VA disability, uh, especially 100%, getting social security disability is, is, is pretty easy. And, and But the thing is, I, I never could really stomach it because I said, no, I want to represent people who have earned it. You know, you know. I, and I'm not saying that there aren't people who, who aren't deserving of social security. There are, but and there, but I would rather, if I'm going to get social security benefits for someone, it's going to be for a veteran, someone who has raised their hand, right, uh, volunteered, uh, and, and, you know, protected our country one way or another, yes. and, uh, and they deserve it. And then for me, the, Rocco, you got to ask yourself every morning, you, you can't be a hero to everybody, but who do you want to be a hero to? And to me, it's, it's like, it's a no-brainer. It's our nation's heroes. What can I do to help the people who made me the man I am? What can I do to help the people who gave me this opportunity, this country, who've protected this constitution, which, by the way, is, you know, how I make my living now, right? By supporting and defending the constitution one client at a time in the United States. But that wouldn't happen without people like you who went out there and, 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 and fought the good fight, right? And, and let's face it, huh, uh, some of our veterans fought some very un unpopular fights. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and uh, I mean, hell, I remember when I came back, you know, from my second deployment, I was, you know, and then I transitioned back into civilian life. And someone was like, man, I can't believe they sent you out there. How horrible, man. I can't believe, the, you know, the President Bush would do that. I'm like, it was an honor to be over there. <laughs> and, you know, Halliburton took care of our food and our laundry, so it wasn't that bad, right? I mean, when you're on the fob, you know, you get back to the fob and you've got, uh, it, it, 
let me tell you this, it was a lot different in, in Iraq and Afghanistan uh, than it was in, uh, you know, than it was in Bosnia, right? Uh, yeah. The log pack and Halliburton. I mean, wow. Uh, n- night and day. <clears throat> well, Johnny, we are at the uh, 30 minute mark and I'm going to wrap this up, dude. I, I, I appreciate your time. I, you know, I, I think what you guys are doing is, is incredible. There's not enough people out there trying to help the veterans as much as, as guys like you are. Um, that is like my big push is trying to help more veterans find answers, you know, whether it be in post-traumatic stress answers and counseling or whatnot. But this is a big part. If you're a veteran and you are, you have VA benefits that should be awarded to you and you're having trouble with that, please guys hit up Barry Law. They're there for you. John, you want to say anything, Any, anything you want to shout out? Yeah, you know, it goes beyond the disability benefits. You know, I, as I run into some of my old soldiers, one of them, I had, uh, you know, 100% disability rating through the VA, uh, serious problems. But you know what? He started a bunch of CrossFit gyms, uh, did a phenomenal job and brought in other, hired other veterans to help uh, and, and built a great community for veterans in active duty. So understand this, that, you know, your service is, 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 is greatly appreciated, but the next battle for veterans is now, is now to excel in the civilian community, right? Your service isn't over. In fact, you're more needed now than ever. Uh, I, I believe we live in a country now where, you know, there's a lot of sense of entitlement. There are people that haven't done anything that expect the world to be given to them. We need our veterans to step up, take this country back and start leading from the front, boots on the ground, lead by example. Everything you learn in the military Uh, you know, is needed now more than ever. And that's why we do this. We want to help veterans get that hand up, get that, get those disability benefits, get the vocational training, get what they need so they can go out and do the things that we need to do to build this country uh, into something that, uh, you know, no one would have ever imagined. And the same way our World War II veterans did it, I think our OIF and our OEF veterans uh, are going to be the the next greatest generation. I agree. And we're we're an all-volunteer military. Absolutely. That, that in itself is just incredible. Well, John, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and I appreciate what you guys do at Barry Law. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. No problem. Take care. I took the blows and did